Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. Hi, how are you doing? This is Chris from Rand Collective. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, yeah. Just living the dream, you know, as an Irishman, to be on the West Coast is, uh, is quite the thing. Life 107.1. We're in Phoenix, Arizona right now. Oh, okay. is it warm? It is. It's, it's doing all kinds of things for me. I can feel all the grumpiness kind of just peeling away. Oh, could you just <laughs> tell me how warm it is and just talk really slowly? It's, it's not warm in Iowa. Um I would call it a medium rare right mm. now. Uh, I don't know exactly the temperature, but it, it feels good. Yeah, sure good. Color, you know? uh-huh. that's good. Well, you know what? You bring up actually a really good point because we recently read a study that said that people judge you based on how you take your steak. Mm. And oh, you wow. just happened to mention medium rare. How do you take your steak? I actually do go for a medium rare. Oh. But okay. I have to be honest, that's mostly due to social pressure. Maybe I do like it well done, but I just do that so that people think I'm cultured. <laughs> so like if you were like alone in a closet and you knew it wouldn't be Instagrammed, you'd go for the briquette. Oh, I would just char that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you go for medium rare oh, because man. of what other people think. Well, he's got a reputation to uphold. Uh, well, you know, because they already think that we're kind of uncouth. The Irish, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, no, to... no, no. No, that's over there. Over there, they think yeah. you're uncouth. Over here, mm. we think you're amazing. Here we in America, love you. Any, any sort of accent, well, we're like, they're probably smarter than we are. You could order well done and start a whole movement. Maybe it's time. I, I think I'm going to start just living my... Uh, Live in my authentic self. Do it. Do it. We're here just, for you. I can just hear your bandmates. Dude, what happened yeah. to you? Why are you doing this? Well, Taylor and Jen said <laughs> I really needed to yeah, start yeah. living my best life. Well, you know, speaking of authenticity, That's this it. has been our favorite moral dilemma to pose to people. Mm. Uh, say you've got yep. a cake for a special occasion and your dog mm. eats a third of it. Do you still serve the cake? Right, yeah. Yeah, I would probably do a little trim. A little trim? Like, uh, I wouldn't leave it in that kind of a messy condition. Yep. <laughs> but I feel if there were hard enough lines, I think I could get it looking right. And mm-hmm. honestly, you know, is a dog's mouth worse than a toddler's mouth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> That's a great question. Do, do you tell people then that, hey, the dog got this one, but I cut off all the offending pieces? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, you don't say? No, I wouldn't say, no. Someday, you know, I, I don't think anybody would benefit from me sharing that. <laughs> okay, so then you're with me because yeah. I said I would serve it and I would not tell anybody. Do you have pets? Um, no, I don't, but I do have a four-year-old. Um, oh, uh, so that's... So you have a pet. Yeah. <laughs> I understand the concept. The concept. kind of crawls around the floor and destroys things. So uh, I understand pets. Does your toddler have... Is is it a boy or a girl? Sorry. Uh, it's a boy. He's, okay. called, uh, he's called Daniel. Daniel. Okay. So does your four-year-old Daniel, does he have any words that are all his own that he's just kind of made up and maybe you guys really don't know what they mean or maybe you and your wife do? He absolutely does. Yeah. Uh, specifically, he has a term called Jober. J-O-B-E-R. Uh, he's never spelled it for me, but... Uh, that sounds right. And what it means is... Uh, can you budge over? Can you budge so, over? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So if he's in bed and he wants you to get in beside him, he'll say, Jober? Oh, Jober? Oh, that's adorable. That is so cute. And you figured <laughs> yeah. it out. That's hilarious. Yeah. Tell him about yeah, your yeah. tell him about your nephew. Oh, yeah. So my, my nephew's word is poter. And... Poter. He, poter. 
in, in context, the one thing we know it does mean is popping soap bubbles with a baseball bat. Like we know, we know that that's podering, but he's used it in other contexts, and it's he does a thing where it's like, well, Micah, what does poter mean? And he'll just go do something else. But then we'll ask him like, so could you poter, mommy? And he's like, no, no, no poter. Do, no does your friend ever poter you? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not really sure what it means, but... It's got a lifetime to work it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jober, that's awesome. Yeah, Daniel, yep. is he with you? No, he's not. Uh, my wife and my son are back in Nashville. Okay. That's where we stay in the U.S. So. Okay. I see. Yep, missing, missing those guys. She's actually pregnant with twins right now. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Congratulations, congratulations. So, yeah, thanks. Congratulations, uh, Squared. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you know if it's boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl? It is boy and girl. Boy oh, and girl. That's, that's oh, that's the dream, honestly. you're going to have a girl. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I think it's going to change my worldview. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are, are you like preparing, like doing like, I, I, don't, I don't know what sorts of exercises you do to prepare to have a daughter, but I feel like you need to. Yeah, exactly. Just pump up. Well, yeah, I suppose there's only a matter of time before I eventually meet uh, a potential suitor for the daughter. So I suppose I need to, need to become more imposing. <laughs> I like that a I lot. I mean, you're in Rend Collective. How much more, com- uh, oppo- what is the word that you just used? Imposing. Imposing do you need to be? Imposing. You know, that's probably a good point. We do look like Peaky Blinders. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) okay, well, maybe we should probably ask you like real questions about this tour that you're doing. Um, are you you having fun? Are you enjoying playing in front of people again? Oh, my goodness, it's so great. I mean, worship music, which is everything that we do, it doesn't really make any sense unless you're with people singing it yeah. together. Yeah. I've never really been all that excited about hearing myself sing, but what I do love is hearing everybody else just join mm. in, lifting up God's name together. I think that's where the magic is. So yeah, it's been incredible just to be able to get back out here. Uh, mm. I'll never take it for granted again, you know. You know, there were some songs that before the pandemic I was getting a little bit tired of playing, you know, with after a few, well, 20 or 30,000 goes, yep. certain songs lose their luster, <laughs> but I'm enjoying them all again. That's cool. Um, yeah. And honestly, being out on tour with Mercy Me is always amazing. Like, these guys are committed to making tour life as fun as possible. They have a trailer that I'm convinced is filled with toys. I just <laughs> see them. They're playing in the parking lot on these electric bikes one day and then it's something else the next day. They just, they're experts at touring. I'm in awe. That's they're, awesome. They're experts at toying, apparently, not just touring. Uh, touring at and toying. as well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, I, I've wondered about this a lot with songwriters. Um, hey, do you have a song that, you know, you wrote it years ago and now all of a sudden you're coming up on stage and singing it and now it's ministering back to you all these years later? Have you had that happen? Absolutely, yeah. Because I, I guess songs mean different things whenever they hit you in different seasons. Mm-hmm. So a song like My Lighthouse, which, I mean, on the surface, is a, it's just a very cheerful, yeah. joyful song, but... Sometimes the the verse lyrics, particularly in verse one, uh, strike me totally differently. It says, in my wrestling and in my doubts and my failures, you won't walk out. And in certain seasons where you're going through something hard, that has meant a lot to me Mm. and really changed kind of the color of of leading that song. I need to tell you, My Lighthouse has been an important song to me. I I play drums in worship bands sometimes, and there was a season of my life Mm. where we played My Lighthouse probably two or three times a month. And it has just become wow. like, every time I hear it, it takes me back to such a sweet, sweet season of my life. So yeah, I 
Such a fan of that song. Oh, thank you. It's also a really easy one to play on the drums. It so is. It is. Man. <laughs> you just outed him. Oh, hey, I'm thankful for those. They, they send me some of these. It's like, oh, boy, we're going to be simplifying this one. Yeah, that's right. No, Rank Collective doesn't do that. That's, that's, no. That's just four on the floor all the way. Yep. That's yep. The easiest, that's 100%. Easiest <laughs> okay, that's funny. My son's a drummer. I know nothing, yeah. nothing about making music. I play the radio. That's about it. But I, my son is a drummer, so I live my life to, what is it, four-fourths time, yeah, uh, basically, because yeah. he's a jazz drummer. Well, you're living the same life that I'm living then. We, we love a song in 4-4. Four, four. Just keep mm-hmm. it simple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, Chris. We, we recently mm-hmm. were telling some stories about Taylor's grandpa, who we, the, we on earth just lost him, but heaven just gained t- uh, Taylor's grandpa oh, recently. Um, and he was a very frugal man. He was a missionary in the Philippines, and he was so frugal that he once uh, put the heels of his dress shoes on his sneakers so that he could make his sneakers last longer. Wow, that's a big move. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of frugal he was. Um, you know anybody frugal in your life? You got any frugal tips to share? Huh. No, I. you see, I'm the opposite. Money just comes to me and then I immediately find a way to get rid of it. <laughs> but, uh, I have things in my house that I have no idea like what was possessing me to buy it. Do you remember Sky Mall? The little catalog that you... On the airplane? Yeah, yeah, that thing. You bought from that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy from anywhere. I'm impressed. It's a disaster. I, I can't be in charge of our finances, unfortunately. So I really strongly appreciate the frugal in our midst, but no, I... I've just got a massive hole in my pocket. I'll never be a wealthy man, I'll tell you that. I'll just be surrounded by gadgets. I'm hoping your wife is a little bit the opposite of you. She is, yeah. Oh, okay, good. good. To really That's good to hear. Down. Yeah, yeah. She's locking things down. It sounds like she needs to. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, with the twins on the way, particularly. Yeah. Yep, there'll be some, uh, some tightening of the drawstrings. I find that yeah. God, in his infinite wisdom and immense sense of humor, does like to put opposites together yeah. in holy matrimony. For sure. <laughs> oh, man. Chris, I think you are running out of time, but it has been a joy to chat with you. Oh, yeah. I love it. Always love connecting with my Iowish friends. Iowish. Thank you so much for knowing that. I'm going to hold on to that. We we appreciate that because (laughs) if I could be anything for wishing, I would be Irish because I visited there when I was 18 and I love your country. Mm. I'm not Irish, but I wish I were. Well, you know, it's not that hard. Frankly, you can get yourself an Irish passport easier than retaining your American one. Just come on over and say you want in. And that's pretty much the immigration process. You got it. Sounds good. You got it, Chris. Thank you. I'll tell them you sent me. The Taylor and Jen podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.